Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. There's only three things I know on this bitch of an earth. The PS5 is wickedly talented. The McRib is yeah. And you're listening to Hey Fam. Hey Fam, welcome to Hey Fam. It's me, Levins, and joining me is the certified McNugget boy, Angus Truscott. See, this is great. We uh, just recorded and fucked up after 15 minutes, but the good thing is like, we've like nailed our bits now we did like a solid very solid hey fam intro of 20 minutes or so and then um one of the i'd say it was the strongest this month (laughs) um but somehow we got talking we were talking about the matrix trailer and somehow we got talking about something that happened god was it seven years ago is that when kanye and kim got married yeah, I think it was like seven years ago, yeah. And I can't remember how... Oh, we were talking about ARGs because the the, the, the Matrix trailer is like this weird... Uh, you know, like the, you, you can go to the website and it, if you... Have you even done it? If you go to the it website... It like tells you the time or something. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about those weird... It literally like, tells you the time. Weird interactive... It's like your time's already on your phone or your computer. Like, it's so funny. So we're going through like all those instances of weird interactive things this still doesn't explain ARGs yeah we're talking about like Halo 2 I Love Bees which actually someone from Hey Fam or Pay Fam messaged me about they were like oh since you're playing all the Halos here's the thing that happened type of situation you gotta Um, gotta so shout out out to whoever messaged me that Talk about the yeah. Beast. Find out about the bees. We're talking about then there was obviously something called uh, the Majestic by EA Games, which got, which got cancelled because of September 11, among other things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, then we did like a long, very tasteful riff about September 11, the anniversary, um, and then somehow we got. Well, that's this week. We got from that yeah. to the reminder of just something that we should all be reminded of as often as possible, and that is that. Yeah. Um, when he went to Kim- Kanye West and Kim Kardashian's wedding, Jaden Smith, son of Jada and Will, wore a custom-made white Batman suit. And if you Google Jaden Smith, Batman, Kanye, Kim wedding, uh, there is an mm. unbelievably good photo 
of there's a series of excellent photographs both in the wedding in the photo booth outside paparazzi shots and something that caught our eye was uh several headlines one of them being jaden smith explains his batman suit at kim kardashian kanye west's wedding i needed to protect everyone there that's that's his explanation everyone was asking why'd you wear a white batman suit and he said because he needed to protect everyone it's fucking sick i love it but what's funny uh if you're wondering how the hell did you get to that it's not by the like way you think we would, uh, i.e. Jada Pinkett Smith is in the Matrix oh, sequels. Uh, also, Will Smith was once, uh, you know, he was actually in the lead to play Neo. Like, it was none of those very obvious oh, <laughs> reasons man. I actually How cannot remember. We, if he was Neo, we would have gotten him doing the title song and ma- making a goofy rap song about the Matrix. Oh, yeah. We were robbed of Yeah, that. what rhymes with red pill? <laughs> Deadpool. Will. <laughs> Dead Will. Will. Yeah, you know, yeah. he has like Willenium. You know, he always works his yeah. name in there. Yeah. Um, how did we get, how do, how did we get to it? Do you, do you remember? I have no idea. I don't know how I don't, And anything. that's fine. That, I mean, <laughs> that's just like asking... Uh, Fan-pilled. You know. Yeah, that's just like asking uh, Bam Majira how he did some of his great jackass stunts. You don't, you don't really know how get, you get there sometimes. You just wind up there. It's like a... Yeah. Orchestra. So, you know? Suddenly, you're, you're, you're in, in your stepdad's bed with a live alligator. And you don't know how. Yeah, you don't and know how also, it yeah, with a with a live alligator and a series of six year old boys planted in the bed, and it's like you can either get uh, bitten by the alligator, or there's a camera up here that's gonna, you know, take photos, and then you'll be done for pedophilia. Which one is it, Uncle Phil? Oh, damn it, Bam! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, R.I.P. Uh, the good years. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought you were gonna say that that was it. Phil, his stepdad, is he still with us? Yeah, I can't remember. I don't know. Uh, Bam's physically with us, but also not with us mentally. I think he's going through a rough patch at the moment. Oh, everyone's aware of if that. If you're listening, Bam, uh, get better. And if you're listening, Phil, good luck. Yeah. Or not good luck if you're like a pedophile. I know one of them was a pedophile. Oh, really? Maybe he's like uncle or something. Shit. Damn it, Bam. <laughs> Damn it, Bam. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we got a trailer for the, n- the new... Not even a trailer, a teaser for the trailer... For Matrix yeah. Resurrection, um, which will be mm. the fourth Matrix movie, um, it's coming out. I guess again, it's going to be one of those ones that it's coming to HBO, which means uh, we'll just we'll be able to download that shit uh, in Australia. The great pirate nation, very Matrix of us, very Matrix, isn't it? Yeah, the ARG will be us downloading it to watch it. But yeah, if you went to the, this website, you choose whether to take the red pill or the blue pill before you watch the trailer, and depending on which pill you chose. It shows you different teaser clips from the trailer. But the big hook of it mm. is it tells you like, oh, you think it's whatever time your computer says it is. Um, <laughs> but actually, it's this time. I don't, it's not very. It's not particularly impressive. It just knows what time it is. It might is. be one of the, the, the lamest things I've seen, which is kind of cool because it is a throwback to like how shitty like movie. Remember movie websites were a thing? I mean, famously Space Jams have kept up for like, you know, clickbait nostalgia articles that they pump out every year like i can't believe the spaceship but it's just like you know pre-social media remember that you'd have to like type in like i remember going to like the mars attacks website yeah oh yeah (laughs) i remember going to that and the um adventures of pinocchio website that like jonathan taylor thomas live action one i just remember going to them and you're just like on there and it's like look at pictures from the movie yeah the screensaver and like yeah it was like before imdb and shit it's so funny 
watch the trailer. Yeah, play a flash game and they're all like variations of balloon fight. <laughs> better times. Way better time Before that date that uh, keeps popping up in a lot of uh, good time killer, um, you know, moments of history. So, I rewatched the first Matrix movie a couple weeks ago. Loved it. Well, you have to as a Sydney citizen. You, yeah, it's right. They, they send you a copy. Uh, you get it on DVD sent to you every. It's like AOL in the nineties. They would send you the Matrix. If you You'd don't, have to watch yeah. It. If you don't rewatch the Matrix every twenty years and spend the entire viewing session going, oh, that's St James Station, that's uh, that's Martin Place, uh, then you actually get deported to New Zealand. Yeah, or Melbourne, <laughs> the Australia's New Zealand, Melbourne. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, I think nothing's more polarizing than the Matrix sequels. And I loved watching the first Matrix movie so much that I was really considering just going straight in and, and watching the sequels. Now, that was three weeks ago. I still haven't watched one of the sequels. But I have to say, like, seeing the cast for the fourth Matrix and knowing that, yeah, like, um, Mrs. Ba- uh, uh, Batman's mother herself, Jada Pinkett, is in it. I've never... I don't, I don't remember her character. I only saw the second Matrix, like, when it came out of the movies. I never saw the third one. I feel like I just yeah, gotta, she's in it. I got to sit down. I just got to. I just got to do all the matrixes. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you've backed me into a corner, bro. <laughs> <laughs> when What's did, her character name? Is it like Nairobi or something? I can. If you're gonna oh, pick, Niobe. Niobe. There you go. I was close. Niobe. You named a country. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's some people named after countries. Wait, is Nairobi a country or a city? It's a capital. It's the capital city of Kenya. We're all wrong. We all know nothing about black monuments. She was the the lead character of the video game Enter the Matrix. Remember we were talking about that, how they made like a tie-in game, which in itself is a form of ARG marketing, I guess. It's like you don't get the whole picture unless you play like a pretty shitty tie-in game. Did you play any of that game or is it just something that you've come to have a fondness for? No, I played that. I played Enter the Matrix what on did, PlayStation What did you play it on? 2. Oh, PlayStation 2, yeah, right. PlayStation 2, yeah, yeah. And was it, did you have to be connected um, online the whole time you played it? No, so you're confusing that for the Matrix Online, the MMORPG. <sighs> a rookie but, mistake, uh, sorry, yeah. everybody. Rookie era, yeah. Um, but yeah, she they shot like all live action scenes for the Enter the Matrix, the first game, uh, which is kind of funny. And like in the movie, that'd be like, Oh, Niobe's over there. And then in the game, it's like, oh, there's Niobe. And then you play the... Mi- like, they really tried to tie it in. It was right. kind of ahead of its time. But again, it's just like, don't assume everyone watching the movie. Like, if you didn't play the game, you didn't get the full plot, I guess, of the like movies. I don't think even if you did play the game, you understood the full plot. But it's just like, I hate that shit when they're like, oh, you actually have to read... Uh, what what You have to play Fortnite to know why Palpatine's back. Like, it's just such a like <laughs> shitty some real thing that like... Shit. Yeah, it's just some like 99% of like the entire audience has no idea what you're talking about. It's so stupid. That actually makes watching the sequel seem more appealing to me though. Like I'm, Yeah, I'm, it's I'm, kind of a nice throwback. It's like goes it's like a throwback to an era of like yeah, everyone's going to buy the 140 PS2 the $140 PS2 game to play, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mentioned it in the uh, in the deleted intro, but I think yeah, my my favorite weird marketing thing that a film has ever done is uh, the Amazing Spider-Man two credits. It's like some shitty yeah. Kendrick song that I've never heard since. 
Is it, is it him collaborating with like a rock band or something like that? I think it's like Imagine Dragons. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and then like yeah. a massive thing comes up on the screen and it's like Shazam this song now for a surprise. And you, if you and Shazam- And it just shows you like, yeah, what's it show you? It was like costumes for the, for the Sinister Six. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. For the movie that never happened. One of many. Do you remember at the end? Remember, remember at the end of that movie for some reason, like, um, uh, Norman Osborn's head's just in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking weird. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. so good. I-, I found a Business Insider article called "Future Spider-Man Villains Are Teased During the Amazing Spider-Man Credits." So much is teased um, in that movie. Yeah, Sony Pictures announced his plans to expand the Spider-Man universe. Uh, yeah, here you'll spot the Vulture and Dr. Octopus's famous gear. It's really funny. And uh, now we've just had, like, different iterations of them. Um, Alicia Keys released a video for a new single from the film. It's on again. If you Shazam the song during the credits, you'll be able to gain access to the end credits sequence. So Alicia Keys featuring Kendrick uh, Lamar. There you go. That's the song. There you go. The folks over at comingsoon.net uh, first spotted that you could Shazam the song. Here are the images you will see. Uh, most noticeable is a nod to the Green Goblin's glider. <laughs> Here we see Doctor Octopus's tentacles. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it wasn't. So yeah, you're right. It wasn't even costumes. It was like elements of their costumes. It was like very um, uh, Bruce Wayne email scene uh, in Justice League. They're like literally schematics for outfits. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Oh, that man. rules. I love that. You can tell they spent millions on that, like, sync deal with the song and stuff. And it's just, like, all this navel-gazy shit that's, like, you know, Sony put out that song. They own the film company. Like, yeah, everyone's going to fucking do this and love this movie. It's so funny how, like, then, like, tainted everyone, everyone that was involved in those two movies. Like, you know, that ain't no, no, no movies were more affected by the Sony leagues than the Spider-Man properties. And like, yeah, because I watched um on Saturday night. Re- I watched uh, Little Women, the Greta Gerwig um, mm. movie. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a great movie. I loved it so much. But at the end, it's like um a massive like produced, and I think the other credits to Amy Pascal, and like oh, I can't yeah, that's not right. associate her with the shitty Spider Man movies. Yeah, but she's still like a producer on Spider Verse. Yeah, I mean, she's still she's like one of the few people that's still involved with with Spider Man in general today, and and our beloved Venom movies. You just made me think of uh, I, I just I just had a look. I, I I found one of the emails, and it was sent on in 2013. So I think guess it was between Amazing Spider Man one and two. And the um, subject is Spidey thought. This is to Amy Pascal. Uh, just 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 a great great way to start an email. Hey, Amy. Just a couple of rando thoughts from 35,000 feet, uh, LAX to JFK. Just just so fucking good. Uh, this is good. I know we've talked about this before. This oh, is we so tracked funny. this guy's Instagram down one episode. Last, lo- oh, that's last right. lockdown, I think. Just, I love it. A rising trend we see with millennials are really extreme forms of experiential exercise like Tough Mudder, oh my God. the Color Run, and even things like Hot Power Yoga, veganism. That's <laughs> not exercise. <laughs> Millennials will often post NBD on their social media after doing it, as in no big deal, also known as the humble brag. 
Wondering if Spidey could get into that in some way. He's super athletic, bendy, strong, intense, and it's all NBD to him, of course. Then another <laughs> paragraph, EDM, bracket, electronic dance music, is the defining music for millennials. Wondering if there's an EDM angle somewhere with Spidey. His movements are beautiful. Would be awesome with a killer DJ behind it. And then Snapchat just launched a story functionality, which is sort of a day in the life of me, told in a series of Snapchats that expire after 24 hours. It has a very VIP quality about it, since invitation only. Getting invited to Spidey's Snapchat circle would be huge, very buzzworthy, and cool. It's just... I'm so glad these emails got leaked. Yeah, that shit is so good. That just shows... Yeah, that shit is so fucking clueless. I love that. You never got a reply leaked, did you? I like to think that she just didn't ever reply to it. Yeah, I think it would be great if he was like, oh, yeah, I guess we were being hacked, so you never wrote back. I I understand. (laughs) She's just like, yeah, no, that didn't happen. (laughs) I'm also reading here, Sony Japan were apparently the ones that told Sony Pictures. Okay. So another... I didn't know about this. Um, so the rap, you know, that website, the rap. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Sony, we forget that like Sony Japan, like the huge, like electronics company, they're like based in Japan where like Sony pictures isn't, it's kind of like, uh, you, you know, thing. Columbia pictures, yeah. American thing. So apparently the rap said th- th- in an investigation that Sony pictures hid the Marvel deal from Sony Japan, like never told them about like the deal or maybe like a deal that MC, like Marvel Studios want to reach. Sony Japan only found out because of the leaks. And then Sony Japan told Sony Pictures they were terrible and contacted Marvel. Whoa. Like, and contacted... Apparently, they were the ones that were like, your Spider-Man movies are terrible. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna force you as your, like, parent company to work with Marvel Studios because your movies are terrible and stop hiding, like, information from us. Yeah, it's funny, like... I had no idea of that bit, did you? No, no not at all. It's funny, like, look at, thinking back to that movie and how much product placement there was for Sony products in those um, in those movies. Yeah. Um, like, you know, from, like, headphones to phones itself. But now, I mean, have you noticed how much insane problem Apple product placement there are there is in every episode of Ted Lasso? Oh, yeah, they pay for it. It's so funny. Yeah, um, the last one... Uh, Activated my HomePod. Yeah, likewise, and and that. That's why I messaged you the other day. I'm like, oh, have you seen it? Have you that? The, so in that one, yeah, Roy Kent makes a playlist for Keely to, to apologize. And today I got a notification that you can listen to that playlist, and it is the most slapped together playlist. There's like more than twenty Sade songs on it. Yeah, it's only Sade songs, isn't it? <laughs> and I don't know. There's like a bunch of other ones. There's like a bit. There's like something by the Beatles is on there. There's like. A few like other wild cards on there, but yeah, just yeah, like, there's more than twenty Sade songs on there, which I don't know if is that funny or just lazy. I'm not sure. It's one of those. I know he is reading the Da Vinci Code, which is kind of funny. So maybe he's just like really set on stuff. Yeah, I love that he's reading Da Vinci Code. That is a yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Other, other Apple like pretty much every Apple TV pro- um, program because like, you don't realize it because I guess we're on. We're on um, iPhones and shit all the time, but like, yeah, they're, they're always doing, like, you always get very, very clear um, view of which apps they're using when they're on their phone, and like the text functionality, you always see, like, you always hear the the sound alerts and the things like that that you associate with Apple. Yeah, it just feels, yeah. 
Um, that's really funny. But I have to like, I don't notice it naturally. I always have to be like, oh yeah, I, that's of course Apple make this. Whereas when you see it in those Spidey movies or like the, uh, the, the freestyle of film clip by bomb funk MCs, it feels really egregious. Do you know, do you know that film clip? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's wearing, yeah, like, yeah. Sony headphones and a yeah. Sony mini disc player. And the mini disc player, when he points it at things, it makes them go f- fast or, or backwards. Um, Finding, I found another Sony leak email. It's kind of funny from 2015. So I guess that's like a year before Civil War, right? Yep. So it says, Ford on notes regarding Spider-Man AGM. So this was like, Amy Pascal sent this to people, and I guess they have like a yearly Spider-Man meeting. Uh, 9 a.m. Pleasantries with CEO Sony Japan. Um, Uh, There we go. Viability of franchise discussed. Marvel, Kevin, and I guess that's Kevin Feige, arrives at 1pm. Talking terms on possible deal. Contracts. Retain Emma Stone for Carnage movie. Resign Andrew on a five-deal picture. Three-deal picture for Dane. And I guess that was the dude who played the shitty Green Goblin. Hobgoblin, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Net gain of $35 million, not appropriate for Amazing Spider-Man 2. Must make at least $500 million on next Spider-Man film to maintain stability. Possible Marvel deal on the cards. $1.5 billion offer for return of license. This is crazy. We want to push for additional deals. Straight buyout, not enough. Possible shared universe in exchange for two major Marvel properties. How embarrassing that this this got out. And then it says in brackets, Thor and Daredevil. Um, Maybe sell fully and make Amazing Spider-Man 3 an animated film voiced by Andrew and past cast members. <laughs> Sinister 6 is appealing. Potential to break 2 billion mark. What? <laughs> this achieved by more exciting and dramatic special effects and also add the Amazing Spider-Man to title. Possibly return to Spider-Man 4, recast Toby and Dunst, convince Raimi to return and direct. So this is them, I think, panicking at yeah, like, yeah. Just do, how do, bad do is anything, Amazing Spider-Man uh, Michael against most proposals uh, wants to keep license fully. Future of Ar- Avi Ara discussed. I say Ar- Avi is essential to any Spider-Man movie. <laughs> and then it, that's so funny. Um, here we go. Discuss three options. Decided to place before Feige. Continue with full ownership. Starting in 2016 with Amazing Spider-Man Sinister Six, Sinister Six Part One and Amazing Spider-Man Sinister Six Part Two in early 2017. In late 2017, female-led film starring Emma Stone as antagonist, Carnage. (laughs) What? (laughs) This leads into 2018 film Venom. And finally, Amazing Spider-Man 4 Part 1. The Amazing Spider-Man 4 Part 2 in 2019. This gives us five Andrew Garfield films films, and one Emma film. Tatum no longer Venom. (laughs) What? (laughs) So reassess options. This is insane. But they killed Emma Stone. Were they going to bring her back as Carnage? Was that the plan? Yeah, I guess I guess the plot was maybe there's a symbiote and someone's like, oh, I can bring back my daughter, you know, that type of vibe. Or bring back my loved one. She, I, see, I see that being the plot. That's really funny. I forgot she died. Yep. Um, share right, and then another option was share rights of Marvel. This benefits Marvel more than us. <laughs> so not that great. <laughs> that doesn't benefit Marvel at all. <laughs> Spider-Man in Infinity War and Civil War with new solo reboot produced by us. With a sequel in 2019. That's really funny. Peter, uh, Dylan O'Brien, definite option for new Peter. Would start in high school. Marvel want creative control, but we have a plan. So in a shared universe, we'd have the same in most things. 
and Marvel would co-finance the films. In exchange, I get to use Spider-Man. We cut, try to get TV show license back. That's really funny because that's their plan B and it's what happened essentially except it benefited Sony heaps and um, not just Marvel. Yeah, it's insane. Like, I, obviously, I don't want the Disney monopoly to get bigger and bigger, but I do want them to get Spider-Man so we don't have that fear of like... Sony fucking it up. Oh, he's just such a good character and he's young and it's like, you know, we need that type of person to grow up in the series. It just makes perfect sense. We've said it so many times. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is funny. So I guess this is... So- okay, these look like the minutes from the meeting. Sorry, this isn't like, here's our plan. So then Kevin came. Pleasantries as Kevin arri- and Lois arrive. Deal's placed. Kevin seems offended. Says deals are one-sided and that we set the price too high. <laughs> it's really funny. Final deal, allow Spider-Man to appear in Civil War. Andrew Garfield is lead still. Then in 2017, Amazing Spider-Man 3 is released. That's so funny. Russo Brothers Direct. Marvel can recast everybody but Andrew. This is insane. (laughs) Um, There we go. After Spider-Man, he has two more MCU appearances before the Amazing Spider-Man 4 is released in 2018. In 2020, Spider-Man versus the Amazing Spider-Man released. What? Starring Toby and Andrew. That's- after 2020, Marvel will regain the rights to Spider-Man fully after paying us $2 billion. <laughs> Overall, this should make us $12 billion profits in five years. That is... <laughs> None of this happened except the bit that we all know that happened. That's so funny to be like, Andrew Garfield was at one point going to be the Spider-Man in this and that um, just shows how like up in the air it is. And yeah, it's like, totally. Besides Kevin Feige, I don't really... Who doesn't... Like, I just don't see the... Like, there's a lot of like... It's funny just seeing these names thrown around, like, as if they're entities. And and they are. They're entities in a business deal. But it's, like, the story is, like, so sacrificial. It's just, like, yeah, maybe Tobey Maguire's in this one. I don't know. Maybe we do a fourth Spider-Man. Maybe it's just, like, it's so funny. It's so cutthroat. And I understand that's exactly what, you know, this industry is. But it's yeah. so funny seeing it in black and white. $12 billion. <laughs> I just love that at one point there was going to be two Sinister Six movies and two Spider-Man 4 movies. <laughs> it's, like... What the fuck? And they thought they could make two billion off a Sinister Six movie. Yeah, because of special effects. I think was the quote. Dude, that's so funny. Was that email that written insane. from thirty thousand feet as well? No, there's no flare. I'd love it if it was like written from like two kilometers under the ground. Yeah, <laughs> it's like in a secret. People should always in a like secret lair. state the altitude of where they are before they write an e- before they continue with an email. That's really funny. I mean, I, who even knows if that's real? But it does sound like Emma Stone as Carnage is hilarious. <laughs> um, instead, we get Woody Harrelson in a movie that... It'd be great if the email just said, I know we're Sony and this is Spider-Man, but we need to do uh, Jaden Smith white suit Batman immediately. Yeah. Make it happen. Totally. Buy, buy, we'll pay anything. Buy the right, exactly. $12 billion. We're, we're about to make $12 billion. Let's spend it all yeah. on Jaden Smith as white Batman. That's how you do an email leak. Yeah, it's like... And then the next day, it's just like... Sony Pictures, in an unprecedented move, buys Batman from DC. And it's just like... just becomes a new Bond, except it's always... Um, it's always Jaden Smith. And all, playing Batman. and all Batman does is go to weddings. Like, celebrity weddings. Yeah. <laughs> to protect everyone. <laughs> Damn. I guess, I, guess, I guess just talking about that got me um, pumped as shit for No Way Home. Yeah, for sure. Especially if... Uh, we get a white white Batman cameo from Jaden Smith, Peter and MJ. I mean, <laughs> Peter and MJ get married, and who's there to protect everyone? <laughs> well, they need protection. She's like, dude, 
who's going to protect us if you're here and like you can't protect it's only it's like don't worry i know somebody peter, peter, peter and mj are about to have sex for the first time and mj's like did you bring protection and then peter's like you bet yeah. i did and who should rock he just up? turns a light on and is standing in the corner yes. <laughs> clapping <laughs> yeah and he's like don't mind me <laughs> Um, what a good boy! Yeah. So, uh, the, in, in short, the the teaser trailer for the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. They, they people the movie industry needs to stop doing teasers for trailers. It's it's no good. It, it, it never works. <laughs> it never gets me excited to see a trailer. Just give us the trailer. Yeah, like I don't know. It, it, yeah, it, it, is this worse than the YouTube sin of like getting that ten second? Um, Supercut of scenes from the trailer you're about to watch. Oh, so, Sony, Sony love like, doing that. That's their favorite thing. Yeah, they love showing like the 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 big like tease that a trailer ends on before the trailer starts. Yeah, and it's like this. Um, what were your thoughts then? Right now, what's that? What am I? Yeah, it's like Spider Man trailer starting in three, two, one, yeah. and it's like yeah, no shit. I fucking clicked on it like <laughs> extremely aware. Um, what were your thoughts on it as someone who? Can't really remember two, hasn't seen three, and came off one. I think it's designed for people who have only seen one. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling a strong Force Awakens vibe from that footage. It's like recreating famous scenes. Like, essentially, Neo could have just said, uh, Morpheus, we're home, or something. You know what I mean? It was very who, similar so Who, who to is that, that voice at the start? That's not Morpheus, is it? No, it's not Morpheus, because I still think Lawrence Fishburne is going to be attached to it, and it's just been, like, a surprise. kept in secrecy. Right. Yeah, I have a feeling it could be like a young Morpheus. I mean, maybe that's bad of me to assume a young, bald, black man contacting Neo is linked to Morpheus. But, I mean, the Matrix, you know, there's different versions of characters, I guess, with like the ending of 2 where they're like, you're the sixth Neo and this is part of your programming. <laughs> okay, now I really, shit. really want to watch it. <laughs> oh, man, 2 is bonkers. <laughs> I don't remember it. I remember seeing it when I was like... I would have been. Do you remember like the architect? That scene 18? at the end where oh, vaguely. there's like a, a dude who looks like the colonel, and he's like in a white suit in front of heaps of screens, and he explains to Neo that this is the sixth time this has happened, and Neo's role in this is to like constantly reach this, and then like the Matrix restarts again. Right. I re- I mostly just remember the cave rave and then the highway fight. Yeah, I could definitely. And watch, I remember the watch fight one with the heaps again. of Agent Smiths. Yes. Yeah. And it looks like dog shit because it's like all CG. There's no like wire work really and stuff. It's all like very bad CG from like 2002, like trying to do people's faces. And it's just, it doesn't look good. Hey, yeah. What'd you think of the trailer? Um, yeah. I, I'm interested. I'm like, I'm, I'm really curious as to what the plot's going to be. Um, and like, who's who in it? Like, so one of the voiceovers is definitely Neil Patrick Harris, right? Yeah. He was in the second one or whatever. Oh, was he? Like the, yeah. No, I mean, sorry, the second trailer. Oh, right. I didn't realize he was in the second Matrix movie. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, like, uh, I love that, like, Keanu's just like, yeah, I'm just going to look like the same that I've looked at in, in the last, my last Oh, five. I'm John Wick in this exactly, movie. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I just have, like, long... Yeah, I'm John Wick. ...chin length here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting that a lot of the imagery we see is, like, imagery associated with the first one. There's that... Like mirror, there's like the finger touching the mirror and it like sticking to the finger. Yes, and it's like there's the and the um, new protagonist at one point has his his mouth goes stuck. You see, there's a yes. split second of his mouth sticking together. Yeah, like with Neo got 
yeah. captured by the, the agents. Smiths. And also that scene, like from above, where you see someone like punching in slow motion, like left, right, left, right. But it's like really fast, and you see like thousands of arms. Remember that? Yes. It's like, I think you see Agent Smith do that in and there's the a original. Helicopter crashing into the side of a building. Um, and there's a kung fu fight in a dojo in the same like yeah, yeah. bit where Morpheus was training. Like it is very beat for beat. I am feeling like legit Force Awakens vibes. Like this will be a soft reboot in the sense. Yeah, and I think like- the, the, the Wachowskis are owed a lot in terms of their influence on modern cinema. I really hope that they were oh, just legit. given just the Yeah, think of all budget. the DreamWorks movies that ripped off the uh, opening. Uh, sorry, the, all the DreamWorks movies that ripped off Matrix um, bullet time. Yeah, totally. And it, we, we, oh yeah, that, that would be hilarious if they rip off Shrek. <laughs> Neo's, Neo lives in a swamp. Neo's now. blasting All Star at the start and farting yeah, yeah. in a swamp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm like, I don't know, I'm, I'm ready to for it to be Matrix Fever again. Yeah, same here. It, it, it would be sick, though. It is. It, I guess it kind of adds to the charm how dog shit two and three were. But it would be really sick if this was like the first movie was just this. Like it is like this. I mean, the first movie is still like, it is this like big cultural phenomenon at the time, but it has really been sullied, I think, by the sequels. Um, you know, just that, that that brand name really, really dwindled, but it would be sick. I, you know, it would never happen, but it'd be mad if this was just like the next one after 20 years, like Blade Runner style, like take that long, long time and just do a really good sequel. Yeah. I imagine if it's so good that they turn the MMO servers back on. That's the dream. Yeah, maybe maybe that maybe they shot the first scene for it back in the first Enter the Matrix game and it's like been hiding in plain sight for years and uh the jokes on us. Um so that is the the trailer's coming out in 2 days and then the movie <laughs> itself comes out at the end of the year, I think. Yeah, it's like December or something. Yeah. Pretty pretty exciting stuff. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Um, so I, uh, I've been playing a little game, I guess, called Sonic Colors Ultimate. Um, have you have you been following this at all? I've only seen like occasional tweets pop up with just people like complaining about the the remaster job because it's a it was originally a Wii game, right? Yes, and then eventually it got ported to like PS3 and 360. Am I right? That's right. Yeah. So it originally came out in 2010 on Wii. Yeah, and then this is a remaster for like an HD remaster. Well, I guess it was already HD, but this is a remaster, like the I guess the second remaster technically. Yeah, so you can play it on um, on Switch, PS4, and Xbox now. Um, and mm. there was a lot because it released early. If you bought the deluxe edition or some shit, so people were doing were putting up clips of like just insane glitches happening on the Switch version. But apparently, they've now since been debunked as like the majority of them were, were being played through an emulator, which is which was the, what was causing the glitches, not the not the port itself. I don't know um, oh. how true it is, but just to be safe, I picked it up on Xbox, and mm. um, I like I'm just so fascinated by Sonic. Um, so, I, I, I'll always remember the classic Hey Fam episode where we ranked uh, all the Sonic side characters that we were that we were only like, learning of for the first time. Yeah, um, like Cream the Egg or whatever, yeah. <laughs> and the Chows. Um, but I know Sonic Colors. Like I did almost buy it on Wii because I remember when it came out, people were saying like, "Oh, this is Sega's uh, answer to Mario Galaxy." And, right, and how how is that aged? Well, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. This is also like kind of widely regarded as one of the better 3D Sonic games, and like you know, everyone has played. Look, as someone who's played none of them, uh, the best one is definitely the one where Sonic's a werewolf. I mean, just... <laughs> uh, I and also the one where there's not, like it's not a werewolf, Angus. A, um... He's a werehog. Oh, Werehog, sorry. Yeah. And also that one and also the one where there's like Sonic in New Donk City and like Eggman looks kind of hyper-realistic and there's like some bitch who's like, just looks like a Final Fantasy character. Do you remember that one? Are you kind of I think that was the, the No, that was like the reboot that was just called Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that era of Sonic they did the, 3D um, games is, is fucking hectic. Like it's when they- I think James Gunn made it. If James Gunn made it, it would be called The Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Sonic Squad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I had uh, Sonic Curse of the Golden Rings or some shit on Wii. And that was the one with like, it just had like shitty punk music um, playing. And <laughs> like, like I, I've, I have love for the Mega Drive games. I like Sonic Mania. Um, I understand Sonic in 2D form to a point. Like, I, I kind of wish they would just make almost like, like enemyless Sonic games, where the, the emphasis was just on speed and getting a perfect going run. fast. And, and I know some people can play their games like that. Like once you know when the, where the enemies and the um, hazards are, it's very easy to miss them. But I want that as like I just want to like turn on Sonic and just go really fast, have all these colors spiraling at me, and like just like you know, it should be pure fun and speed. And I know that they yeah, they- I mean that that was their point of difference when um they came out. You know, Mario was kind of like. You're quite. There are parts of Mario where it's quite slow, or purposeful, and you're like, you know, calculating your next jump or what item to use. Sonic, like, was just 
speed. Yeah, and it was like such a good point of difference, and it was like you know it was it was very cool. And it's uh, and it's fun, you know, like as long as you have one ring, you can take damage. Um, but you can yeah check out this bitch. I'm sending you a picture. Angus is sending me a picture of what cream the egg. No, Princess Elise the Third. I was just reading. How's how's this for your fucking Final Fantasy? Um, oh my god, what the fuck, Princess? Elise. Wait, how's the plot? This is how good's this. Doctor Eggman kidnaps Princess Elise of Solana in the hopes of harnessing the flames of disaster, a destructive power sealed within her. Aided by his friends Tails and Knuckles, Sonic works to protect Elise from Eggman. Meanwhile, Shadow and his fellow agent. Rogue accidentally release an evil spirit, Mephiles. The spirit transports them to a post-apocalyptic future, ravaged by a demonic monster, Iblis. When Mephiles meets survivors Silver and Blaze, he fools them into thinking Sonic is the cause of this destruction and sends him to the present to kill him. That is the first paragraph of the plot for That's this rebooted game. Fucking rules. <laughs> um, How, why isn't this called Sonic the Hedgehog Dream Drop Remix? This, this is fucking crazy. This character also looks maybe like five times the height of Sonic. Um, yeah, like there's no way he's getting anything but like muff at the tip of his nose if he's to fuck her. Like they're <laughs> standing up straight. So last there week, was some, like, last week, Angus, I mentioned that um, my new bio is Andrew Levins is an ass man and someone on Twitter sent me uh, they they mocked up the back cover of my book, my kid's book, and, ch- and made that. Oh, yeah, I got tagged in it. Loved it. This week, what yeah. I want, I want uh, Princess Elise the Third has been uh, sent an invitation to a very exclusive celebrity wedding. Can you guess who she's the date with? <laughs> Is someone there to, to protect? That's right. So I want Jaden yeah. Smith and Princess Elise the Third. Princess Elise. Uh, in, the, in the crowd for, uh, for Kanye and Kim's wedding. Seven years ago, For, and I, I want the best man to be um, uh, Shadow the Hedgehog <laughs> holding <Definitely>. the rings, <laughs> holding one of the Sonic rings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we also need um, artwork where Kanye's putting a Sonic ring on. Uh, he's the Paul. He's the ball, was it the the Paul bearer? Is that what it's called when you hold the, uh, the ring bearer? Ring bearer? No, it's a ring bearer. What does Paul bearer mean? Paul bearer is like when you die. All right, like the person who carries the like. What are they called? Coffins. Which I guess happens rarely now because a lot of people get cremated. Yeah, true. You um, know, th- this episode is going to be dedicated to all the... This is Paul Bearer Visibility Week on HeyFam. <laughs> <laughs> we see you. Um, <laughs> we hear you. So It's White Batman Paul Bearer Visibility Week. So, in um, Sonic Colors Ultimate, again, playing on Xbox, looks really good. So, wait, can I just ask, is this after that 2016 reboot? Sorry, the 2006 reboot with that, like, realistic chick? You're right, Angus. In order to get to Sonic Colors, we need to go through all of the 3D Sonic games from the Wii onwards. Because there's just, there's too much to to, to cover. I I appreciate you... uh, you kind of setting us down this path, the right the right path. Um, oh my god, there's so many fucking games. <laughs> was there an ARG? Um, I don't or was know. Sonic was the Sonic reboot the ARG to get to Sonic Colors? Was it like? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here we go. So we, obviously we go Sonic the Hedgehog, the first one, nine ninety one. Sonic the Hedgehog two. Mm. Sonic the Hedgehog CD. Sonic the Hedgehog three. Sonic the Hedgehog and Knuckles. CD still has like some of the finest artwork I've seen. If you ever like want to see dope shit you just type in japanese uh uh, you type in a sonic game and then japanese art cover art because the u.s art was like dog shit but the japanese art is like a work of art then in uh in 1996 we get sonic 3d blast 
um, which was actually known. Oh, was that on the Saturn, which was like the weird top down, like the the weird like isometric one? Yes. Um, yeah, and it was known in Europe as Sonic 3D, Flicky's Island. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, then, then we get uh, in 1998 Sonic Adventure, which I think Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2, those are like the big fan favorite Sonic. Yeah, games. that was like the launch title for Dreamcast, wasn't it? The first one. Yeah, and I think Sonic Adventure 2 is on GameCube as well. Um, yeah, and I remember it being like, you know, it launched on the Dreamcast, and then was they made it after Sonic. Sorry, was, Sega was like, sorry, everyone, no more consoles. It comes comes to everything else. Yeah, and it kind of was uh, putting Sonic in like non Green Hill Zone vibe area environments. Remember, it was like kind of the the big thing. Yes, totally. There's the the way. Yeah, and I, I still think like we felt. I still think like Mario Sunshine was massively affected by that. In it's like Delfino Island, like giving Mario like worlds with like traditional architecture and stuff, as opposed to like mushrooms and shit. Yep. So then there's Sonic Heroes. Then there's the big reboot on the on the Wii. Uh, for the 15th What's anniversary Sonic of Heroes? Sonic. Sonic, is that just Sonic like Heroes? The, is that safe to say it's the amazing Spider-Man 2 of Sonic games that forced them to reboot? Uh, yeah, um, Sonic um, is into Tough Mudder. He does a color run. Um, yeah. He get, he invites Tails. And he says no big deal instead of yeah. got to go fast <laughs> at the end of every NBD. at the end of every course. NBD, of course. At the end of every act, he yeah. goes, NBD. <laughs> I'm actually pretty sure that the guy write, wrote all of Sonic's lines uh, f- 30,000 feet. Above, um, so in 2006 we get the uh, the reboot Sonic the Hedgehog, um, which is the one that you were talking about, um, which I think is I'm so we- curious uh, about that game. Like I, I'm willing to play it. So I remember it's one where like the op- the first level is like a beach. Do you remember that? Um, I think what, the reboot. Point- yeah, this is like the reboot, and then he 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 rides a snowboard at one one point. It's it's the one isn't where- that adventure. Oh, I mean, I think they cut. They, they they had it in both. I think Adventure Two is the snowboard one. You like snowboard down like San Francisco or something. <laughs> How good is like any sentence involving things that Sega have done or the Sonic team? So this is in, in the development for Sonic the Hedgehog. This is the opening sentence of this paragraph. Mm. After finishing Billy Hatcher in the Giant Egg, Sonic Team began to plan its next project. <laughs> what the fuck is Billy Hatcher in the Giant Egg? ARG. It's got to be an ARG. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny that Sonic Team made games that didn't have Sonic in them. Like, there's already that many yeah, Sonic Yeah, get another games. name. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, then we get... Also, it was, like, such a once-respected name, right? Yeah. Does it still maintain that level of respect, or is it kind of, like, way more misses than hits? We get Sonic Unleashed in 2008, which is the uh, the one where you turn into a werehog. And the kind of on- co- co- like ongoing theme with all the 3D games is that, like, mm. they struggle to kind of make the game because obviously like you have to make these enormous levels that that the, the the whole point of them is to like go through them as fast as possible Run. so unless yeah. you want to have like a two hour long game they have to pad out all of the games with all this extra weird shit like which is why you have like big the cat fishing in the adventure games and you have like all the multiple <laughs> characters that you do different slower things in and in sonic unleashed you don't play as other characters but you you have to play like more than half the game as a really slow werewolf um, in Unleashed, people hate it. Yeah, that's it. cool. Um, then, they, then, then we had uh, Sonic the Hedgehog four, which was them going back to their roots and doing a two D adventure. Uh, I remember playing that really? one. Really? Um, do you remember that? Was that good? It's okay. No, it's not as good as Mania. Um, oh, wait, you're missing. It's actually called Sonic the Hedgehog four episode episode one, one. of course. Because then a few years later, we got <laughs> and there is four, no episode two. Uh, here we go. This is very Sony email. Episode one was envisioned as the first of an episodic video game trilogy. 
Oh, it, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 4 Episode 2 was released, but Episode 3 never made. Damn. Um, then we got Colors, um, as, I, as I mentioned, uh, 2010. Um, and then following mm. this, like a year later, Sonic Generations came out. So Sonic Colors was a Wii exclusive game. But on wow. Xbox and PlayStation, they put out Sonic Generations, which brought together new 2D levels where you played as like the stumpy, mm. old school looking Sonic. And then 3D levels where you play as uh, Big Dick Princess fucking Sonic. Um, yeah. And that is regarded as like, like people are pretty split. Like it's either that's their favorite or colors or you have the Adventure 2 stands. Who, 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 What's like, your who, favorite? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like I, I can't work out Sonic. Like I, I am so fascinated by it because the fan base is so rabid. Um, and oh, it's it's a sexual thing. It's <laughs> furry. It's a gateway to furry. Like it, 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 it's very clear why Sonic is still popular. It's because uh, kids discover a kink, and so they lack characters like you know what is that like knuckles and like miles like it's 100 percent sexual yeah if freud if freud was alive he'd have a field trip with the sonic team but like um, yeah i i love a lot of sonic designs like i think dr robotnik is one of the best villain designs ever um and, and yeah I, he looks like tommy daslow it's great we no, know he's, he's, he doesn't look anything like, because he has the same like nah nah he, he's he's pretty I, I don't know if i can back this Sangus. <laughs> Um, That's all right. I mean, it was just a it was just a, a dunk on somebody, but <laughs> I mean, um, shit. You can. You I don't. Can but I don't really want to play as Tommy Dassolo in Smash, but I do want to play as Eggman. Um, yeah. Re- well, maybe I just said that because of the egg. I don't know. I think you did. Um, but that was you. a real throwback to <laughs> like old, old, old hey fam. Um, but yeah, I'm always just. I don't know. I'm like. I'm just so confused by like how these games could have such a big fan base. The 3D stuff, like there are some people that prefer the 3D games over over the 2D games, and I definitely understand that. Buddy, I told you it's sexual. It's <laughs> it's easier to imagine not- a 3D Sonic giving you a hand job than a 2D one. One hundred percent. No one. Yeah. Once once they once they teased the world with 3D Sonic, it was no going back. Yep. There was no 2D side scrolling. <laughs> there was the, the yeah the community would not accept it. So yeah, I wanted to give this one a shot. Like I said, I mentioned, I I, I actually came very close to buying this one um, on the Wii because it got quite good reviews. And even this uh, new rev- new one, like the reviews are between like you know sevens and eights, like it's pretty decent. Um, and so I bought it. I knew that like you get like weird power ups that allow you to like turn different colors, and each color gives you different abilities. And you get them by like bumping into like you you use these thing called wisps. They're like the wisps, and you and uh, Tails is like such a dork. Tails just—he's like the info dump character. So he tells you everything that you encounter, and he's like, "These are the Wisps," and like says what their lore is and like you know what they're from. And then Sonic's just are like, they there to protect you? Is there a white one that protects you? <laughs> so Sonic just goes, "Huh, I'm just gonna call them aliens." Like he just doesn't respect cool, anything man. that Tails says. Um, and yeah, so whenever you collect a Wisp, you can like turn into like a blue ghost or like a like a laser Sonic. In theory, these things are really cool, but it's never like... No, they're not. They sound lame as hell. I've never once played Sonic going, shit, I wish I was a ghost in this level instead of a super well, fast They don't hedgehog. last very long. Anyway, it's weird, but not as weird as the plot. Um, so, Dr. Eggman has opened an amusement park in space, and it's called Dr. Eggman's Incredible Interstellar Amusement Park. Um, and he's- Is this the plot to Space Jam? 
Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Don Cheadle plays Eggman, um, and Eggman's like, you know, I'm, I'm turning over a new leaf. I'm, I'm making up for my for my past transgressions, and this is my gift to the world. And invites everyone to to his uh, amusement park in space via this enormous long elevator that he that just just goes from the Earth into space, um, and all the um, all the park are like these big planets which are full of attractions. And so Sonic and Tails, they know that Eggman's up to some shit. So they, they hitch a ride on the elevator and they investigate the park. Um, and the first wisp they meet is an alien called Yakka. <laughs> um, and Tails invents a translator to communicate with them. And they find out that the wisps have all been enslaved by Eggman and Eggman plans to harness their energy for a mind control laser that will allow him to take over the Earth. Um, and so Sonic has to go visit all the planets, all the um, all the attractions, and liberate these aliens from Eggman before Eggman can can you know utilize all their power. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the plot to Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> um, the there are parts of this game where the platforming. And like just going fast is really fun. Um, it's that weird thing. Like, have you ever played a three D Sonic where like the the they tr- you, to maintain speed you like jump and then it will auto target an enemy and then you launch forward and hit the oh enemy yeah I, I've only seen it in videos yeah I guess that was to answer the age old how how Sonic in three D yeah there are at any point is James Marsden in it no unfortunately. No, and is there any mef- reference of San Francisco no, I, I, NAR? I, I, yeah, there's no there's no theme park themed after San Francisco, unfortunately. That's a shame. One of the planets. He doesn't wear a San Francisco T-shirt. There's no one. There's no cop character with a black wife that you can um, offend. Yeah. Speaking of, um, I don't know. Speaking of Sonic, what is your favorite iteration now, including cinematic? Um, original original cinematic trailer, obviously number one. Yeah. Um, obviously. And uh, you work your way backwards from there. Okay. <laughs> um, then uh, uh, nude Sonic rule thirty four. Um, yeah. Obviously, um, every iteration there, um, especially the ones with um, Big the Cat. And then the owl. So the owl. <laughs> just yeah. the owl character. And then uh, <laughs> who I guess is like you know d- while technically not Sonic, definitely impressed a huge part of um you know the very psyche that makes up Sonic the Hedgehog, like impressed upon all this, you know, life lessons, etc. which is why it's so tragic that she's taken from us in the, um, I think first like 15 seconds of the film <laughs> by a tribe of knuckles. <laughs> Wait, does it, do the knuckles kill her? Is it what it is? There's they- like a tribe of echidnas that come and kill her. Oh man, that's so funny. And then she throws Sonic a ring. It's <laughs> like, get out of here. And he winds up in middle America. <laughs> That's like the best intro to a movie. Yeah, that, that is that's literally the same energy as the Entourage movie where they're like, damn, Vince, sorry your wedding didn't work out. It's just <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, they were just like, you could say they probably shot 99% of the movie like, fuck, we still need to figure out how to get Sonic into America. And they're just like, hey, I know. And someone just like takes peyote or something. It's like <laughs> the owl dies. Leave it with me. <laughs> Yeah, leave it with me. And they're like, who's the owl? Oh, yeah, I made a new character up called the owl. Yeah, this guy is like out in the woods. (laughs) Yeah, they leave it with like the story head and he like lives in the Yosemite wood, like forest for like a week, surviving off the land, taking like hallucinogens. And then he just comes back and he's like, 
the owl dies. <laughs> Maybe he had like a real spiritual encounter with an owl. Now, there's, like a, there's a trailer. I hope we get a teaser for soon. Sonic 2. Yeah. yeah. I, I really hope Idris Elba raps in it too. Uh, I think, you know, he has, he's an MC. He's known for rapping. It would be great if he takes the like Will Smith lead and raps the plot of Sonic 2. Does, or does like a diss track to the owl that he killed at the start of Sonic the Hedgehog. I hope Venom's first. in it, if I'm being honest. I hope it's like, Sonic. I hope, the th- I hope it goes Sonic, Sonic 2, and then the third movie is Sonic and Knuckles and Venom. Yeah. <laughs> That'd just perfect. be like, <laughs> that would be the best movie ever. <laughs> like symbiote Sonic. Do you reckon, do you reckon that fan art exists? Because if, if so, yeah, that's, that's Shadow, isn't it? That's my third favorite um, iteration yeah. of Sonic. Symbiote well, like, Sonic. Symbiote, symbiote, anything is my favorite version. Oh, you of it. fucking bet that exists! Wow, stop. damn, highly recommend damn, doing that I, Google search. Also, wow, that add rules. to the wedding, add to the wedding shot. Symbiote, uh, Levens and Angus. Oh yeah, perfect. <laughs> As the priests, <laughs> Symbiote, Angus, and Levens is pr- doing the wedding. I just think of, I'd love to go to Symbiote uh, Wildlife Park and just like ask where Venom is. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, oh, yeah Son- Symbiote Sonic rules Sonic Colors I think I'm going to finish it The kids did not enjoy it at all And the I never feel like I'm doing the right thing in levels Like you know that level of polish that you come to accept from Mario games Where it's like here's a new power up And the, the level kind of mm. guides you to where, towards where you should use it And what you should use it to do And if you miss it mm. You're like oh damn it I should go back And do- if I go this place then I can use the power up there To access this star or whatever with Sonic, like, I'll be like, oh, is that what I'm meant to do here? Oh, maybe not. Oh, I think I did it wrong. Oh, and then you just fly into a ring and then it's like, hey, you go- you finished the level. You got a B. What was that? What was that dog shit game that came out this year? Like, Bellin. Bellin Wonderland. Yeah. Do you ever get those vibes? Uh, yeah. In, in so, like, I guess th- there's a lot of, like, confusion surrounding players when they play Bellin Wonderland. And I was definitely confused at a few points in the... Uh, in my Sonic Colors play. For me, it was just like, I can't believe this is like considered one of the good ones. Like the, the story is not good. The platforming is pretty confusing. Um, it does look great. And like mm. from, I, I rewatched the trailer and it looks like there's, there are going to be a lot of later levels that look a lot better than the three worlds that I've finished so far. But I'm talking like, I've finished 21 levels now. Um, yeah, wow. That's an awful three, lot of Three levels. big boss fight, fights. I think there's like, What's yeah, like seven times seven? Uh, is that what forty nine? Forty nine different levels at least in this. Um, Should type in um, symb- <laughs> symbiote Trump. It's <laughs> really good. Someone's done it like earnestly. Uh, I don't think so. No, but it's just some nice <laughs> art with him. Like, <laughs> oh, that's a good. That's a good Google search. This is mad. I've, this is my new bongs exhibit. I think symbiote versions of things. Yeah, that's good shit. Like, I want symbiote Bono. It's, <laughs> like, really, really, like, mad. Damn, there's not a lot of, like... There's nowhere near amount of symbiote art as there, I thought there was. What about symbiote The Rock? Has someone done that? Uh, no. What but about... There's a, symbiote there's a bunch Vin of, like, Diesel. black goo on a rock. <laughs> there's lots of pictures of that. There's just photos of Bloodshot when I type in symbiote Vin Diesel. Yeah, right. Hey, what should we talk about on PayFam? I'm gearing up. I'm ready. Oh, Let's hear man, that. We got, we got plenty of shit to talk about on PayFam tonight. Um, because What uh, are you thinking? Uh, well, I finished... I played a bunch of the Sable demo today. 
Um, oh yeah, I played some of that. It's dope, huh? Yeah, man, what a fucking gorgeous game! And like playing that, going from Sonic Colors to that was like, oh, now this is what a game is. Um, yeah, it's like going from um, Amazing Spider-Man two to Venom. I'm determined to play more of this Sonic Colors game, though. I want to understand why people love <laughs> Sonic 3D games so much. Is this your Halo? Yeah, you, I, mean, I don't know if I'm going to play. How many have you played now? Seven Halo games in two months. I'm on my seventh, That's which so is Halo insane. Five Guardians. Um, I mean, look, say what you will about uh, Sonic Colors, but I I was much more successful in my uh, uh, te- retelling of the of the Sonic <laughs> Colors plot than you were of the entire Halo franchise. I just found Symbiote Master Chief. <laughs> just the name of a YouTube video in all caps called Symbiote Master Chief. Um, I, I've, I've got the uh, the first episode of the season three of What We Do in the Shadows. I watched that last night. Plus. Over the mm. weekend, I watched Kung Fu Hustle, the aforementioned Little Women, and Booksmart. Um, have you seen Booksmart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty fun. Um, I watched yeah. episode three and four of What If. Have you watched those? No, I'm kind of uh, ARGing a What If. If if I uh, what if I didn't watch it? <laughs> <laughs> just no, I've seen the first two. Um, third has ep- been deep in uh, third episode's Halo. pretty good. Third episode's I'll, I'll tell you about it. And um, the big one, dude, the big one, the Drake album. We got to talk about Certified Lover Boy. Uh, oh yes, we, we- <laughs> Certified Symbiote, <laughs> Symbiote Lover Boy, Symbiote Drake. Make it surely someone Symbiote Drake. It. Yeah, for sure. I'm on Symbiote Master Chief at the moment. Damn. Uh, symbiote Drake. There'd definitely be a Drake. Um, uh, no, no, because there's a character uh, played by uh, Riz Ahmed called Carlton Drake. Oh, so all the so art funny. just comes up of his character, which was called. Uh, remember, we had like a, a riot. Maybe the worst character's name in a movie in a That's very right. long time. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was no good. What if what if you, what if you like fictional characters like um, Symbiote Rick and Morty? Oh yeah, for sure. Let's see. Um, there's Eminem. Oh no, that's the actual single here. Oh my god, dude! Someone's made Venom Rick. That's there's awesome. so I'm many symbiote Rick and Morty um, fan arts. That's- yeah, this rules. Symbiote Rick, sick. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're Venom Rick. <laughs> all those amazing sounding things uh, over at PayFam today. If you want to come and join us, yeah. The easiest thing way to do that is to go to Patreon.com/slash/HeyFam. It's the start of the month which means $5 is all you need to spend to get access to over 100 bonus episodes of PayFam because every time we hit stop on HeyFam, we hit record on PayFam and you get an entire uh, hour-long episode uh, from both of us um, discussing the aforementioned uh, topics that I talked about just earlier. So come and join us, patreon.com slash HeyFam. You also get access to our Discord community, which is just lovely, and uh, we would love to see you there. If not, see you next week. Au revoir, suckers. I'm Venom Rick. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. 
Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. $15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.